everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. If not, I hope you are going to make it a great day. I definitely feel like now more than ever, I have really needed to lean into that statement and make it a mindful choice to make it a great day. We actually this morning, Caden was a hot mess and Casey was like, you know, little man, we, we said we were going to have a great week. We we're going to make it a great week. You know, and we both just kind of started laughing. Like, obviously, he has no idea what the heck we're talking about. But again, I'm recording this on a Monday and it can be so easy to just wake up and think of, oh, my gosh, I have this entire week ahead of me or all these things to do. And I just feel like like we've chatted about in the Monday mindset. You know, it's so easy to wake up and have that mentality. And then I was like, wait, Casey, it's Thanksgiving this week and we have so much family in town and so many things to look forward to. And yes, Yes, a lot needs to get done, but that's life, right? And you guys, I am literally digesting this and processing this as I'm recording, uh, but that is definitely something I hope that we can all lean into a little bit more. I was having a chat with one of my best friends this morning, and I was like, isn't it crazy how one thing can happen? Like you have, you know, everything, little things happen every single day, and all of a sudden you have that one day where there's that one thing that tips you over, right? Like it's so minuscule, but since all this other stuff is going on in your life, or maybe there's just things that you've been kind of addressing, but not really, and then that one thing happens, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm done. Somebody like, nope, and you just are over it, right? And it can be literally the smallest thing. And so I was talking to my best friend and I was like, hey, we need to kind of like pump the brakes, take a step back. I think this, this, and this is happening or you're feeling this way because look at everything else that has to go on this week or look at all these other things you have happening and family you have coming into town. And so anyways, if you guys are listening to this when it launches on Tuesday before Thanksgiving, just know that if you're kind of feeling like part of you wants to enjoy every single second and the other part of you is like, oh my gosh, it's almost December. Where is my shopping? I'm wrapping up year end for work or, you know, kind of like what we've been talking about. Maybe you haven't shown up the way that you've been wanting to show up this last year. It can just feel like a lot happening at once. And then that little tiny thing pushes you over. So I just want to send grace to all of you guys and just know that you're not alone if you are feeling that way. Um, I think that's a lot of us, right? I definitely I had a chat last week with my uh, publishers and my marketing team for my book, and they were saying how like, who's your audience, you know, and they've already read my book and we have to change the title of my book due to another book coming out. Um, I think it actually came out last week or it comes out this week. Anyways, I was aware of it. So I kind of had that background, like that thought of, okay, I might have to change my, my title. So I thankfully processed it for a while before I was actually told that I had to. So as I always talk about, sometimes we have to lean into the unexpected in order to, kind of be able to process it, right? I think otherwise a lot of us um, 
can just allow that to be the anxiety or that feeling of being overwhelmed. We kind of lean into that rather than, hey, this is the unexpected. We're going to show up as our best for that situation. So it was interesting because we were talking and you know, my title was Bless the Hot Mess. And they were like, you know, who who is the hot mess, right? In most of the book, you're talking to yourself or people of sim- similar thoughts. And I kind of just laughed because I was like, you know what? I definitely wrote that book for my podcast community because you guys are who I've been able to be 1000% open and honest about. I tell you literally everything, probably too much. Nothing is filtered on here. And I started thinking about it. And a lot of us are that type A overthinker, right? I don't know about you guys, but some of us might be that type A super organized person. I'm definitely more type A unorganized, which I think drives me even more crazy because I'm this planner and things have to go a certain way, yet my life is still hectic and chaotic. But it was a refreshing thing to talk to complete outside individuals, right? They know nothing. I mean, they know about my podcast, but they're not listeners. They uh, know about me because they've been working with me now for, you know, almost a year. But you guys know me. And it was interesting to hear this outside perspective of, oh gosh, they're so right. Like I'm not talking to the person who doesn't want to better themselves, right? I'm not talking to the individual that has no desire to get off the couch or no desire to start a health and fitness journey or no desire to work on their relationship. I'm talking to those individuals that are like me, that we want to work on all of this, those things. We just don't know how and we also don't know where the heck to start. Um, and once we start, it, we get frustrated when we maybe take two steps back. So anyways, I just want you guys to know that it's just been so crazy to go through all of these changes and seasons of life but to still have you guys be a constant. And I love my Instagram community. You guys know that. But unfortunately, there's an algorithm that works against you and there's like a device behind the screen, if that makes sense, that filters things or there's the 15 second time limit. So on here, I feel like you guys have chosen to show up every week. You have been a part of my journey. So many of us have chatted on the side and I feel like now I've been a part of yours. And that's kind of where today's chat comes into play. I have definitely been more open the last two months about, you know, miscarriage and postpartum and relationships because I've been doing more little Q&A boxes on my Instagram story. And with that, when I take down walls, a lot of you take down walls. You share your stories with me. You email me. You DM me. You send me videos and share your life with me. And what I love is sometimes you ask a question. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you guys just pour your heart and soul into me and you guys have opened up and shared and it gives me more drive to share if that makes sense and it's just wild to me that I have somehow created such an incredible community on here and you guys I actually have no idea like what the downloads are per episode my uh podcast like the where my um publisher puts puts it up online or whatever I can see like total downloads over the last two years but I also just know that if I only have one person listening and if it impacts them then I've made a difference and in doing that I feel like the last few weeks as I have chatted about you know our miscarriage actually as I'm recording this um two years ago today I went in for my DNC to you know have the last part of our miscarriage take place and um it's just been really eye-opening to also see and remember how many people are still going through this or how many people are still struggling due to theirs because due to their miscarriage or their infancy loss or pregnancy loss or uh, just fertility struggles in general. And to have you guys opening up about your stories, 
it just is so incredible. And vice versa, I share a lot about Casey and I. You know, some of you have had absolutely no, you know, no struggles with miscarriage or pregnancy loss or anything, which I'm so thankful for. But you're still trying to maintain a relationship, whether it's with your husband or your friends or your family, now that you are a new mom. And some of you, if you're not a new mom or if you're not trying or if you're single, this is honestly a message for everybody because um, I just want to update you guys on where I'm at. I feel like, you know, miscarriage can happen and then we no longer talk about it. Uh, marriage can happen and then we just kind of forget to continue working on things. Uh, postpartum, I am forever postpartum, regardless of no longer having a straight up you know, one month old or two month old, like a brand new newborn, I'm still postpartum. I'm still learning to parent. I'm still learning to show up for myself. And I think that this is an important message for a lot of us. So I never want to go through a season of life and then just forget about it. I feel like with my podcast, I typically record and reflect in that moment. Um, and not very often do I go back. And um, I feel as though I forget that I went through it during a certain season, but you guys might be going through it now. So that's why I always say it's so fun when you guys find old episodes and you're able to relate because it's something you are going through now. So today I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the miscarriage and postpartum, whether it's relationship or body or everything. So you might relate from just a relationship perspective or body image perspective, but then also my desires now to uh, maybe start trying for number two, but also the feelings that I've been having with that. So kind of to tie it all in, we are, you know, two years post miscarriage, 15 months postpartum, and life is so crazy different, but in a beautiful way. I feel as though I now can understand why people maybe at one point told me after the miscarriage, everything happens for a reason. Um, Because now I have my rainbow and now I have this hall of joy that I could not imagine my life without. But whether you have dealt with miscarriage or whether you have a family member or a friend in that moment of our struggle, that was the last thing I wanted to hear. If somebody told me everything happens for a reason, I honestly wanted to turn around and punch them. Being completely honest, was it insensitive of them? Absolutely not. It was just where my emotions were at. It was really hard to hear, you know, at least you can get pregnant or because I have endometriosis. So that wasn't like a dig. It was somebody, you know, his friends and family just saying, oh, at least we know this can happen, right? At least we know your body is capable of this because that was always an uncertainty. But in that moment, that wasn't a a bonus for me. Um, I was hurting. I was struggling. So hearing things like everything happens for a reason or at least we know you can get pregnant. There's a list of things. And that was hard. I think that sometimes when you're in those moments of anger, sadness, madness, everything, I think I just wanted to hear, hey, I'm here if you need anything, or I'm so sorry you're going through this. Um, I wanted answers, but they were answers I could only find from within, right? I wanted to know why. I wanted to know why me. What did I do wrong? Why was my body failing me? All of these things. So now that we are getting ready for baby number two, I have a whole new mix of emotions. We were not trying when we got pregnant with Caden. Um, it was literally the first time we were able to be intimate after the miscarriage, got pregnant, but I was not aware I got pregnant. So um, I feel like I never fully processed my emotions. It went from you know, unbelievable sadness and anger to happiness, but I never was able to um, comprehend joy. Like I couldn't have joy in that moment because I had so much fear. And now that we're learning or learning now that we're trying to um, have that discussion of baby number two, all of those fears are coming back when I really just want to hold on to the joy. So it's very similar to when I actually found out I was pregnant with Caden. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Like 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to find joy in trying again. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get over fear. And this is like we talked last week, you know, about if we focus so heavily on the fear and the problem, we we miss the beauty in it, right? And that's where I'm at. If I lean into this fear, if I lean into this unknown, I will miss out on the joy of the process. And the joy can be those maybe those intimate moments with Casey. It can be the joy of knowing, just like mentally knowing that one day we hope to bring in a second little one. Um, sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but for us, we definitely try to be a little more intentional about our relationship around trying, which I know is probably not a good thing. But I definitely feel like it's awkward when you're just like, all right, I'm, I think we can try. And like, you've just had a very... Like we're a very routine couple, which is so bad. But when we like lately, we've been like, hey, let's go and grab a drink or let's, you know, uh, open up a bottle of wine with dinner. And I think it's just been we've tried to be a little bit more intentional. Um, Mind you, it might not be around an intimate night or anything. It's just so that in those moments of us trying, it's not like, all right, here we go. (laughs) I think it's time. And maybe some of you can relate because it can be weird when you actually are actively trying if you don't make it, I don't know, enjoyable. Like it kind of feels like a task and maybe it's just us. So I feel like I'm in this weird place of I feel like I now, okay, so postpartum talk. I feel like I now just started really feeling like myself. Mentally and emotionally, let's be honest, it's gonna be all over the place, I think, forever because I struggle with just leaning into being in the moment. That's a lot of us being type A. But I feel like Casey and I are in a great place. I feel like physically I'm in a great place. Still trying to work out that routine of like mom life and workouts and all of that, but that might be forever as well. Um, I feel like my business is really starting to have all these turning pages, right? Whether it's my book, whether it's the new business endeavor, there's all these things that I feel like are right on the horizon. So I'm like, why the heck would I throw baby number two into it? But I also know there's never a perfect timing. I did a question box the other day and got so many questions about when do you know it's the right time, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your body, whether it's where you're at in your life or your career. And I really, I think what we learned from the miscarriage is first of all, you can really never plan. And second of all, I don't know if there's ever a right time. I've chatted about this in other Q&As with Casey. I think for us, it really came down to we felt financially stable enough to bring a little one in. For a long time, we had so much debt. Uh, you know, we didn't have a car. Like I didn't have a vehicle. We had sold mine. There was just things that weren't very conducive for us starting a family. And so when those things started to line up a little bit more, we were like, okay, what, what are we waiting for? There's never going to be a perfect time. Um and so I think that's where we're at now. I'm like, oh, well, should we should we wait until life calms down a little bit? Or should we wait until we figure out if we're doing a remodel or turning the office back into a bedroom? But I feel like if I keep waiting, something else is going to present itself. Um, but from a like me feeling like me again, I feel like I just got there. So that's a little bit intimidating to know that I might throw myself back back into that. I also feel like it took Casey and I a really long time to get back to where we are at, partly because I was pregnant during an entire pandemic, had a, I mean, I know we're still in it, but you know what I mean? Like we literally couldn't leave the house. Casey couldn't come to any of my doctor's appointments. He heard the heartbeat for the first time, literally when he walked in on the day of our, of us delivering. Um, and now I feel like I'm just starting to get back out there with Caden. I mean, there's so many things, you guys, he's learning from the dogs. Like he just isn't out of the house very much. Like these little, you know, COVID babies, at least for me, he just hasn't had a lot of 
kiddo life, I guess, and I haven't really taken him places. So I feel as though things are now just kind of getting back to feeling a little bit more functional as a new mom, um, going on business trips, all of that. So anyways, I feel like I'm now there. So now, of course, I'm thinking about baby number two. Um, But I think my biggest fear is not necessarily me and my life and my business. It's my relationship. Um, Casey and I, sorry, I don't know if you can hear that plane. I thought it was the dogs growling. Um, Casey and I have definitely, as a lot of you know, we've had to work really hard to get to where we're at, whether it was before marriage, whether it was after marriage, before Caden, you know, after the miscarriage, whether it was trying to figure out how to be a couple in a pandemic with a newborn. And I feel as though I'm nervous that that's going to change. Parenting is hard. And part of me is like, gosh, why the heck would we throw a second one into this mess when we still struggle? And he is my best friend, you guys. He is seriously, he is an unbelievable human. Like I literally cannot speak more highly of my husband. But with that said, he can be an incredible human and we can still have, like I can you know, oh my gosh, like I can talk about him forever, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't drive me crazy or I don't drive him crazy or that we don't have struggles. And so I have those fears of we've always promised each other that our marriage would come first. And that is a hard enough right now with one kiddo, uh, both of us having busy jobs, two dogs. And so I think I fear sometimes, gosh, what is that next one going to add or take away? Um, And these are just thoughts that I haven't worked through, so I don't have answers necessarily, but they're things that I feel like what I hear on social media a lot of the time is, will I love the second one just as much as the first? I know that's something I fear, but I also know that, of course, I will. It's just something I think your heart grows and everything just is so much better. Like I don't know if better is the right word, but I have talked to a lot of moms who are just like, you don't fear that. Like Your love grows. Everything is just so much more joy. Um, but I feel like I don't talk about, or I don't hear a lot of people talking about their fears of uh, like their, their marriage. What's that going to look like? What's that going to feel like? Where's the time going to, you know, it's one thing to have people help you with one kiddo. How is that going to be with two kiddos and two dogs? And will we ever have time alone together? And these are the things that I think about. So, um, I don't have, I mean, I think maybe when I get pregnant again, it'll be obviously easier to talk about body changes and those types of things. I really feel as though I've embraced my postpartum body. Um, A lot has changed. And for a while postpartum, it was kind of like, okay, well, I get used to this. I used to say like, oh, the second I'm done having kiddos, I'm going to go get a boob job. And it's not to like, get big boobs. It's just my boobs are saggy. (laughs) They are postpartum boobs, but it's uncomfortable sometimes when you're trying to be fully confident in your body and you have to learn to appreciate this new part of yourself. And I think that can go for anybody, whether you're postpartum or whether you're just in a journey of learning to appreciate your body. That's one thing I talk to my girls about all the time is that we don't need to look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I love my body so much. But I do think that appreciating our body is a very big mental leap and a mental challenge and something for a lot of us to strive for. I think that once we can learn to appreciate what we see or what we feel or you know, the way we fit into our clothes or whatever it may be, we can appreciate things while still wanting to work on things. I think sometimes society makes us think that we have to just fully accept where we're at in the moment. And I don't think that's true. I think that we can 
appreciate what we have but still want to better ourselves. I think that we can even love our body but still want to get better. I mean, I know the other day I I have not been working out as much and I walked by the mirror and I was like, oh, geez. I was like, my butt is, you know, I just, I can't remember what it was, but I was just laughing because Casey made a comment and not towards my body, but towards something else. And I like turned around. I was like, whoa, like I need to, just for my own appreciation of my body, I was like, gosh, I'm not moving as much as I used to. And I don't know, I just had this weird like mirror reflection. Have you guys ever had that? Where you walk by and you're just like, whoa, I haven't taken the time to like look at myself. It's one thing to take, photos like you know set the timer or whatever but to fully like look at my body I guess um and that was something I feel like I talked to Casey about you know I I couldn't work out the first 13 weeks of my pregnancy with Caden and I think that I forget that sometimes I overlook my able body like I overlook the fact that I should appreciate that I'm able to go move my body and I don't I sometimes just lean into the oh, I could use this time to get some work done or whatever it may be. But I also think it's that domino effect. Like if I don't show up and move, I think that's partly why my anxiety has been so high lately because I have not been prioritizing my workouts and my movement and that me time. Um, I also think sometimes I go into my workouts just with that men- like that mentality of, oh, let's just get this done. Um, and that also, I think, plays a hindrance in just my mindset for the day. Like if I'm gonna get up and work out, do the 20 minutes, but put the effort into it and give it my all and feel as though it was something to be accomplished and something to be proud of, not just like checking it off the list. Um, As always, I feel like this is all over the place, but it definitely stems from the questions that I get from a lot of you. And I do think I'm going to try and do a another Q&A with Casey and I just because it's been like six months, which I didn't realize. And a lot of you have relationship questions. And I love that you guys do reach out for that. And it's I feel like it's great because when I do have Casey on, I think both of us, we feel secure in our relationship, but also totally willing to want to better it, if that makes sense. And neither of us find negativity in that. Like for us to want to better our relationship, I think that's awesome. Um, I also think it's really important to be able to say like, hey, you know, for us right now, it's like, hey, before kiddo number two. But if you're in a position of, hey, before we get married or before I take on this business endeavor or whatever it may be, it's okay to want to work on things and make sure that you're in a stable ground. Um, I know I've told you guys, I went to therapy for eight months before we got married. It was kind of like, okay, I I know I'm in this place and I want to make sure that I can be the best version of myself for this marriage. And maybe some of you guys have just been in a slump. I know I've been in a slump. um, And the same friend I was talking to earlier and I was talking about we were discussing how they might go and seek therapy because they just know that they have a lot of just underlying thoughts and emotions and things that they would love to talk with somebody about outside of people who know them and I think that's important I think that a lot of us you know we sit down and have a great conversation with a girlfriend which we all need but we also know that person so we know the way that we might change our tone of voice or maybe you don't uh, describe the full problem, right? You just kind of talk over it and you're like, oh, like you just kind of glaze over it, right? When in reality, your heart and your soul might really need to dive into that topic. And I know for me, I think that's part of the reason why I felt like I wanted to have a, you know, miscarriage postpartum chat because I know that it's impacting me. I know that I worry about, you know, my time with Caden. I worry about my relationship with Casey. I worry about my business. Um, And it goes back to what we chatted about last week where, 
I can lean into these problems or these fears or these thoughts and make them bigger than they are. Um, or I can choose to just, I don't know, maybe is, I don't know if glorify them is the right word, but I can choose to make it be a better outlook and image and mindset. Um, but for anybody who, you know, whatever season of life that you're in, I think a lot of us do analyze those next steps. And right now our potential next step in our relationship and our family is maybe kiddo number two. And so I think I start to factor in absolutely everything before taking that step. And it kind of goes back to what I always talk about, how we're never going to be hundred percent ready. Uh, you guys know I have that full podcast on, uh, take the step. Um, I mean, taking the step and just getting pregnant is a big step. And so I feel like it's okay to think about things and process my emotions and understand that I didn't fully process our miscarriage. Um, And I have fear about that now. I have fear going into another pregnancy and wondering if I will miss out on things again because, you know, with Caden, I didn't take a pregnancy photo until like 17 weeks just because I didn't want to believe it if it wasn't going to actually happen. And I think that's with a lot of us. We are missing out of moments in life and we are missing out on memories we could be making because we don't allow ourselves to fully embrace where we're at or or fully allow ourselves to be in that moment because maybe it's not the moment you expected to be in or maybe it's not the place in life you hoped you would be. So you overlook these things that are actually incredible situations for each of us. They're incredible uh, moments and memories and potentially actually a step in that direction that we're supposed to be going in. So um, like always, my podcast topics are all over the place, but I do think that I have been kind of silently struggling with the thoughts of baby number two, um, just kind of knowing where I'm at with life and business and family and feeling as though, um, I don't know, maybe as though I have too much going on, but nothing that I'm doing is actually being done at 100%. Uh, And I feel like that's a whole nother topic to have. Um, So anyways, if that is any of you, if you're feeling that way, you are not alone. Um, And I just appreciate all of you. And I appreciate this community for allowing me to discuss topics and open up about things and resonate with one another. And I feel like it's kind of just this, I don't know, ongoing life series. And it's been wonderful to be there with all of you guys. So that is all I have for you guys today, but um, I did just kind of want this to be the precursor to a Q&A that I'll do with Casey. So if any of this stems you know, or triggers any questions or anything, please do not hesitate to reach out and send me a question that you would like me to um, go over. I'll probably record that with him in the next week or two. Uh, so hopefully have it come out like the second or third week of December. Um, so if you're hearing this when I launch it, please feel free. If I touched on anything today that you want me to dive deeper in, no problem at all. Uh, I just know that all of us are in different seasons and I think it's important to take the message away, apply it to your life and allow yourself to sit in the thoughts and the questions. Um, Don't sit there and question yourself. I do that all the time. I'm like, oh man, I feel like I need to you know, figure things out after hearing the, that advice. But in the end, it's just a matter of taking time to reflect and recognize where you might be at. So Anyways, without further ado, thank you so much for being here. Make it a great day, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. 
Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.